Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings to you. Thanks for being along for the Friday show. An absolutely gorgeous day here in western Pennsylvania. Sun shining, temperatures are very spring-like after a... A cold snap, but uh, we're back into spring. Kath, good to see you. We sure. Is it too early for me to tell you, John? Tell me what? I mean, would I, would I surprise you if I told you? No. Your weekend has begun. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, woo, indeed, my friend. That's a big Friday woo. Five minutes past the four it's o'clock hour. Five, yeah. I mean, there could be a Thursday woo, but it's not. But that's a big Friday woo. I mean, just that guy there alone, he's standing out in the crowd. Exactly. Feels good. We were sure at the prayer does. breakfast this morning. We don't talk about that yet. Oh. Oh, okay. I was jumping the gun. No, here. you'll see. It's right. going to come up. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I, I missed that at the pre-show meeting. Yeah, I know. Right. I meant to tell you, and Glad I kind of forgot. <laughs> okay. Well, forget what I said about the prayer breakfast. We weren't there. <laughs> no. All right. I don't know where we were, what but it was heck? somewhere else All other right. than that. We were at the Waffle House is where we were. <laughs> we actually were there, too, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> There's Everything. A There's a lot coming up on today's show, All you right, guys. Okay. Very good. All right. So, I, so much. I know what you do have, though. Yeah. Top four at four. Got it. It's always a safe bet. <laughs> uh, further ado, Kath, as we always do, please give us the top four at four. For Friday, John. Yeah. Christy, mm-hmm. April 29th, woo. 2022. <laughs> Speaking of woo, mm. number one. At 10.13 p.m. last evening, the Steelers' first-round draft pick was due. And when Franco announced their choice to the watching world, the collective jaw of Steeler Nation dropped because Kenny Pickett, I still can't get over it, star Pittsburgh quarterback, Heisman Trophy finalist, he was it. It's crazy. It's, I never. I thought it would be Malik Willis. I thought it would be. I, I never thought that it would. I never thought. Right. So I'm listening to you know the sports guys today here locally. They're like all denigrating Kenny Pickett. No, this oh, is get horrible. Out of here. That's, this is the worst. Don't do this. You've ruined the franchise. Yada yeah, yada. You ruined the franchise. You a hear bunch this? Of, stop it. Right. What? Well, give the guy. If a anything, break. we're excited about Steeler I'm football thrilled. in you know almost May. Good so for it's super him. Cool. Good for him. Someone who loves Pittsburgh. A Pittsburgh transplant gets to stay here. Yeah, I mean, hey, did you see that they had terrible towels by the ready? Yeah, oh, <laughs> isn't that awesome? That they were thinking Myron, maybe Myron would have been proud. Heck yeah! When Pickett was drafted by the Steelers at the twentieth pick last night, he became the first Pitt quarterback to be selected in the first round since Dan Marino, which was oh. in nineteen eighty three. And the Steelers were like, "Oh, we messed that up, didn't we?" He became the program's first first rounder since Aaron Donald in twenty fourteen. Um, he finished his five-year collegiate career at Pitt, in case you've forgotten, with every major passing record in Pitt wow, history. that's cool. Sticking around. If, did you see the video uh, online? Be, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that terrific? Oh, I loved it you so much. Have to see, if you have not seen the moment when he got the call from yeah. Mike Tomlin, you have to see it. He said, I, I read, I think he said, 412 area code popped up on his phone. It was familiar to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. 412. All right, and getting back to the real world, number two. I think it's the first time a sports story has been number one. It's yeah, maybe so. I thought it was a monumental. thing. I mean, I was sort of saving it for the Pirates to win the World Series, <laughs> okay. but we'll, we'll, well reserve listen. that till later. <laughs> if that, there's only going to be one top of the day. <laughs> We're not even going to bother with the other three. Number two, Germany is finally ready to stop buying Russian oil. Thank goodness. Clearing the way for an EU ban on crude imports from Russia. Berlin had been one of the main opponents of sanctioning the EU's oil and gas trade with Moscow. However, German reps to the EU lifted the objection to a full Russian oil embargo provided Berlin given sufficient time to secure alternate supplies 
Um, Europe's debate on banning Russian oil, John, has shifted decisively in recent days with Germany and other countries taking practical steps to replace Russia with other suppliers, which, of course, is incredibly difficult, but the right thing to do. Some member states still, though, are cautious about the economic impact of it, including Hungary, Italy, Austria, and Greece. Keep in mind, all 27 EU governments must approve the oil ban. That's in the Wall Street Journal. Number three. In an unprecedented move, Southern California officials declared a water shortage emergency and asked roughly 6 million residents to limit all outdoor watering to just once a week. The latest government maps show nearly all of the West is in drought and 95% of California suffering severe or extreme drought. California not alone as reservoirs across the West are draining and Lake Mead, the largest reservoir in the nation formed by the Hoover Dam on the Colorado River, needs a new pump to ensure water can actually get to Las Vegas. That's going to be a long summer. How about that? CBS News. And number four. John and I were honored to host this year's Greater Pittsburgh Community Leaders Prayer Breakfast at Heinz Field this morning. That's what I was getting Oh, there to. you John go. Oh, it's top four. Yeah. Maybe he was jumping in. Should have known there. That's your top four. four. Excellent. It was a terrific morning. Oh, my goodness gracious. We've, we've emceed this event uh, multiple times over the years. This was a fabulous event. Several Just, people came up and asked how many years we'd done it. And I said I thought it was 10, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. I'm not sure either. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in that ballpark. But always a great thrill. I mean, you see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people all in one room. 700 people, I think, were there today. Really? Praying together. Um, keynote speaker, uh, Ben and Ashley Roethlisberger. They both did a wonderful job. Yeah, they really did. I was really touched at a couple different times by both of them and the mm-hmm. things that they said. Me too. Very transparent. I did yeah. not expect them to be so. It would right? be very hard to have that kind of public profile oh. and be as transparent as they were. Well, they talked about that, right? Yeah. I mean, who are you going to trust? What about our friends? What about our community? Do we have real friends? Yeah. Super cool. Really interesting. We'll talk about this a little later on, right? So many other speakers, uh, terrific as well. Yeah. From all over the, the city. People in nonprofits, clergy, mm-hmm. government, you name it. Made you feel proud. Didn't yeah. It? it really did. And it was a beautiful weather day to be in that room in Heinz Field. I mean, the sunlight was just pouring through. It's just... And how about the music? Oh, my gosh. The violinist... Christopher Wu. Is he in the symphony? Uh Uh-huh. Fabulous. And the worship leader... Chris Jameson from The Voice. Mm -hmm. And the worship leader from... Is it Orchard Hill? Dan Shields. Oh, my gosh. That was a nice combination. It was really an amazing, Mm -hmm. amazing trio there they did uh, um uh be thou my vision an instrumental christopher and dan that really brought tears to my eyes mm-hmm. it was just it was really that beautiful yeah really wonderful so we want to thank the pittsburgh leadership foundation for um the southeast asia prayer center mm-hmm. for investing a lot of confidence in you and i which thank goodness was hey, you guys misplaced. lee kersher you no know, with you and i thank you to lee kreicher in particular yeah. matt geppert Excellent. Anyway, we had a great time. We surely did. And for those of you who we wanted to say hi to, but couldn't, we want you to know that there were a lot of you that we saw out there that we wished we could have gone up and hugged and given a firm handshake and all that. Right. But it's just too many people in a room. But we're introverted. <laughs> kind of. We were talking about you, because you always say you're introverted, but you know, we know when you're out and about, you're not introverted. Are you, you. talking to me? Yeah. Well, either are you. You. No, I'm, in, I'm more, much more than you are. Well, you okay, know, that could be. You're working the room. Yeah, but then when it's over, I'm done. Oh, you got that right. Right. Good, 
could you not wait to flee to your car? I was my. I got to be honest with you. My feet were killing me today. Were they? Yeah. Why were you because, wearing bad shoes? No, well, I was wearing very high shoes, mm. very high heels, and I had. Uh, basically run from my car into Heinz Field. We'll talk about that story later in the show. Uh, in those shoes. Right. That'll do the trick. they were battered that. and bruised by that point. All right. All right, we'll take a quick break, come back. When we do come back, we're going to talk to you about a regular guest on our show, Andy Masick, who joins us as the CEO of the Senator John Heinz History Center. Ulysses Grant? Yeah. Uh, birthday, recently. Yeah. And how he's an old man. He's dead. 101.5 WORD. Hi, I'm Frank Reed. Join Donna Cruz and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. Bob Goff shares about living life to the fullest. So you got an all-access pass for 4,000 weeks. And what, what are you going to do with it? Um, and I don't want to just make it about slides about me. Find something bigger. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith. Tomorrow night at 10 on 101.5 Word FM. WORD. Make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come by traveling to Israel this year. Sign up today for the thrill and excitement of visiting the Holy Land this November with nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka and renowned author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com for details and to register. On the tour, you'll step into history with mouth-watering cuisine, picturesque scenes, and magnificent people while visiting over 40 iconic sites and sacred places you've only read and heard about for years. Pray at the Western Wall in Jerusalem, float in the mineral-rich Dead Sea, and take a boat onto the middle of the Sea of Galilee as you experience something transforming in your life. Call 855-565-5519 to reserve your spot. Again, visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to book your trip today. Dr. Mehmet Oz confessed, quote, I'm not socially conservative. Mehmet Oz is a liberal on guns. Listen to him in his own words. How do we keep guns out of the wrong person's hands? Red flag laws. Even worse, Oz supported New Zealand-style forced government gun buybacks, tracking gun owners with universal licensing, and an assault rifle ban. No wonder Mehmet Oz confessed, quote, I'm not socially conservative. Mehmet Oz, a Hollywood liberal and total fraud. Dave McCormick? He's an Iraq combat veteran with a bronze star. He's a proud son of Pennsylvania and a sportsman. Dave McCormick is a conservative who you can trust to stand up to the woke liberal mob and protect your Second Amendment rights. Honor Pennsylvania Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. Paid for by Honor Pennsylvania Inc. HonorPennsylvania.com If a super flexible schedule, great benefits, paid time off, and a signing bonus sound good, consider NAMS Transportation. NAMS has provided safe transportation to northern Allegheny County and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years. Van drivers start at $17 an hour, sedan drivers at $14 an hour, plus a $2,000 signing bonus for part-time drivers and a $4,000 signing bonus for full-time. Must be 25 or older, no CDL required. Call 412-406-8611 today. Andy Masick is with us. Andy's the president and the CEO of the Senator John Hines History Center in the Strip District. Andy, welcome back to the show. Happy spring. 
It's good to be with you. Always a pleasure. Yeah, Andy, uh, this is interesting. We talked about this before you came on the air. Ulysses S. Grant has a birthday coming up, or it was just last week. I know it's around now. It's this week. It's the 200th anniversary, the bicentennial of Ulysses S. Grant, who everyone knows as the the general who won the Civil War. Uh, He uh, beat the Confederacy and then became president of the United States. And he's always gotten bad marks for being president, even though he got great marks for being a a general. But Hmm. in recent uh, years, historians have reevaluated Grant and now think, well, you know what? He did a pretty good job considering the task that he had on his hands. Yeah, so why was he considered a bad president, Andy? Well, you know, his uh, the rumors of drunkenness followed him from his Army days. Oh, he, did, yeah. he, he was forced to resign from the Army before the Civil War. And, and drinking, alcoholism was endemic in the frontier sure. Army. Uh, but during the war, he stayed sober and he stayed on task. And uh, he, with William Tecumseh Sherman, beat the Confederacy. And after the war, um, you know, that was the period of Reconstruction. Uh, the South was defeated militarily, but uh, they weren't uh, giving up. Uh, so an army of occupation had to occupy the South. And radical Republicans in the um, in the government uh, wanted the South to pay. Uh, Grant believed that, like Lincoln, that uh, we should let them up easy and make them Americans again and bring them back into the Union. And so he finally uh, agreed to be president reluctantly uh, because he felt like nobody else was going to uh, keep the gains that they had won. They had won the war but uh, now everything could be lost in Reconstruction if it weren't handled properly. Mm-hmm. And so Grant reluctantly became president, and it was a hard job. Yeah, very delicate, I'm sure. So what, what about uh, the, the connection to Pittsburgh? As the president, or even as a general, did uh, Ulysses S. Grant ever visit? He, he sure did. Hey. In 1868, when he was elected president, he came to Pittsburgh, hmm. and the mayor and all the city fathers and mothers uh, turned out because here was the great man, the hero of the Civil War. Everyone uh, mentioned um, Grant uh, at the same time they talked about George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and Ulysses S. Grant. He was in that pantheon of great Americans. So when he came to Pittsburgh, they said, what do you want to do? Do you want to go to opera or the symphony or uh, see museums? What can we show you? He said, I only want to go to one place, really, Allegheny Cemetery. And I don't know if you visited Allegheny uh, Cemetery off uh, the Butler Street Mm -hmm. entrance there, that big stone arch. Mm -hmm. Well, the the very first large grave you come to is Alexander Hayes's. Mm And Alexander Hayes was a, a Pittsburgher. He was, he was at West Point when Grant was there. And Hayes, uh, Grant always looked up to Hayes. Uh, Hayes was killed at uh, Cold Harbor in 1864. And Grant had given the orders uh, that got Alexander Hayes killed in a, in a terrible charge. And 
Grant uh, asked to be to be given some time, and he went to Alexander Hayes's monument. It's an obelisk, uh, stone obelisk with cannons uh, stuck into the ground all around it with chain connecting the cannons. And Grant sat on one of those cannons, and within a few minutes, the mayor and the others could see his shoulders heaving, and he was sobbing at the side of of Alexander Hayes's grave. And he told someone later, um, uh, it, when asked, are there any decisions, any orders you ever gave during the war that you you regretted or that you'd take back? And he thought about it a minute, and he said, only one, the one that got Alec Hayes killed. And so that's the, the, you know, the sensitivity of this man who is often cast as, kind of a, a heartless butcher uh, compared to Robert E. Lee's finesse as a general. Um, you know, Grant was this head-down, hard-charging general, but he really was a, a very sensitive and thoughtful guy. Wow, that's a really great story, Andy. And that's the beautiful thing about history, right, is that we find, if we look hard enough, you know, you look at, like, the rankings of the 10 best presidents or the 10 worst presidents, you know, all those kinds of like silly things that you find um, on the Internet. And it's a, a cold calculation how you determine who was good and who was bad. And of course, it's, you know, incredibly individual in how you choose to approach it. But in none of those lists, would you ever include anything humane? You know, any notice yeah. of the person, right. the Here's man. the accomplishments the, pretty much right. cut and dried. Right. And so a story right. like that, a historical, it kind of puts a historical personality in a way that we can kind mm-hmm. of, you know, understand him a little more. Yeah. Right. I mean, I agree. So, you know, uh, this is also coming up next week is uh, another anniversary, Cinco de Mayo, the 5th of May, 1862. That's another Civil War story. What? Uh, yeah, you know, Mexico was fighting its civil war at exactly the same time the United States was fighting its civil war. And uh, Abraham Lincoln was in charge of the, the Union war effort, and he was an ally of Benito Juarez, who was the president of Mexico. And uh, uh, Benito Juarez, by the way, was four feet six inches tall. He was a tiny uh, man, wow. uh, 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 a full-blooded uh, uh, Indian, and and Abraham Lincoln was six feet four inches tall. Oh it's four compared to four six. It's just <laughs> coincidental, but those numbers. But can you imagine if they had ever gotten together? Well, they wanted to get together because the French invaded Mexico during the Civil War in 1861, uh, the French army under Napoleon III invaded Mexico, and Lincoln couldn't do anything about it. He couldn't help Benito Juarez because Lincoln was fighting the Confederacy in, in our Civil War. So the Americans shuttled guns and uniforms and ammunition across the Rio Grande to, to Mexico. The Mexicans had to fight the, the most powerful army on the planet at that time was the French army. And the French battled their way from Veracruz on the coast to Mexico City. But in the mountain passes between uh, Veracruz and Mexico City was a little town of Puebla, Puebla, halfway uh, there. And the Mexicans fortified those heights. 
the French army threw themselves at it. It was a David and Goliath struggle, uh, the Mexicans being David and the French being Goliath. And the Mexicans defeated the French army on the 5th of May, 1862, Cinco de Mayo, 1862, at the Battle of Puebla. And that electrified the world. And Lincoln breathed a sigh of relief. He thought the French might come in on the side of the city. But Benito Juarez and the Mexicans defeated uh, the French army. And so the Mexicans celebrate that great victory uh, to this day, especially in the town of Puebla, but also uh, north of the border here in the United States. But our history and Mexico's histories are are very much tied together. Fabulous. Okay, now here's the thing. I've heard about Cinco de Mayo my whole life. I never knew that. Neither did I. I thought it was like, you know, a, a, party, ho- like... a holiday for guacamole. <laughs> right. Well, it is a great time to drink uh, margaritas, mm. uh, sip tequila, listen to mariachis. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, there are great traditions that we share with Mexico. But when you know the rest of the story, they're even richer. Yeah, fabulous. All right, so Cinco de Mayo is the end of a civil war, a big, big victory. Now, uh, Andy, there's so much there that, you know, you can hardly even uh, try to go into it. So how did we turn it into sort of like, you know, a drunken holiday? I mean, uh, clearly there was celebration, but there's a little deeper layers there, yeah? Well, you know, right after uh, the battle, Benito Juarez said, hey, this has got to be a national holiday. (laughs) We've got to celebrate this because it really was a David and Goliath story. But the the sad part was that the French came back uh, and the next year they rolled on to Mexico City and that war dragged out until 1865 Mm -hmm. after Robert E. Lee surrendered and Grant had beaten the Confederacy with Lincoln. Lincoln was assassinated and it looked like uh, the French were going to Um, you know, set up an empire in Mexico. But then Grant ordered William Tecumseh Sherman and little Phil Sheridan with 50,000 battle-hardened troops to the border of Mexico. And Napoleon and the French saw the writing on the wall, and they said, let's get out of here. You know, these Americans, they've got a lot of veterans. They've got a lot of uh, arms. Um, You know, we, we better bug out. And that's what they did. And the Mexicans then really celebrated. And in time, that celebration uh, crossed the border. Uh, After the Civil War, many uh, Mexicans uh, uh, migrated to the north, and uh, especially in California and Arizona, New Mexico and Texas. And they brought with them uh, some of those traditions. And, of course, if you go to the southwestern part of the United States uh, today, um, Mexican food and dance sure. and music are very much a part of the, the culture there. And that includes Cinco de Mayo. Uh, now, the, the part about uh, margaritas and you know salt on the glass, yep. those are things that uh, developed along the border uh, as new traditions were developed. And that business about drinking the or eating the worm in a yeah. mezcal uh, bottle, mm. uh, that was all done by entrepreneurial Mexicans who saw um, uh, American college boys come to Tijuana 
to you know blow off steam and get drunk. And uh, once in a while, a worm does end up in a bottle of uh, mezcal because it's made from um, agave uh, or the maguey plant, it's kind of like a century plant. Mm-hmm. And uh, worms bore their way into those uh, plants. So occasionally a worm might get in there. But when they saw the American college boys uh, challenging each other to uh, to drink or eat the worm at the bottom of the bottle, they said, hmm, there's a there may be money in this. And so they started putting worms in uh, all, all bottles of Moscow. Interesting. But those are some of the crazy traditions that have grown up around Cinco de Mayo and um, the, the sort of the party atmosphere that uh, comes with that holiday, which is growing by leaps and bounds. Every year, Cinco de Mayo gets bigger, um, not just in the United States and Mexico, but around the world. Fabulous. Mark your calendars. It's May 5th, next Thursday, I believe. Andy Masick is with us. He's a storyteller extraordinaire, as you can hear. We talked about Ulysses Grant and Cinco de Mayo. Andy, uh, take a second and talk to us about the History Center. What's going on? The doors are gloriously opened again. I'm sure a lot of people are coming through now that there's a lot of freedom. You're right. And tonight, uh, we're having our history uncorked event. And this is for young professionals. If you're in your twenties or your thirties and you're looking for a great party, there are still some tickets left at the door of the history center tonight. There'll be bands on every floor. Uh, there's food, there's dancing oh, and lots of fun. You do fun. have to be 21 to come to this one, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a great party. And then uh, soon, uh, next uh, month, we're going to open a new exhibit of the art of John Kane. Oh. And uh, how many minutes do we have? Can I tell you a quick story? Yeah, about please that? do. John Kane, fabulous. Hey, a lot of people haven't heard of this Pittsburgh oh. artist. He, he came here uh, from Scotland uh, when he was 19 years old. He painted railroad cars and houses. Mm-hmm. He was a day laborer. But he got his leg cut off in a railroad accident. A train severed his leg. He he survived it. And as he was convalescing, he looked out his bedroom window, saw Pittsburgh arrayed uh, out there, picked up artist brushes, and started painting what he saw. Hmm. Totally untaught, naive artist. Yes. He, he was brilliant. And in... Kane's paintings, the grit and the smoke of Pittsburgh blows away, and you see the beauty of the city and the hardworking people in it. Well, today, uh, John Kane's work can go for half a million dollars. It's, he's one of the most collectible artists in America, and we're going to do the largest show really? ever mounted oh. uh, of John Kane. And get this, John Kane, he was a hard-drinking, hard-fighting kind of guy. Before his leg was cut off, he was a boxer and very proud of his prowess in the ring. And after he got his leg cut off, irrepressibly, he carved himself a wooden leg and got back into the ring oh my and won gosh. boxing tournament. What? Get out. Yeah. <laughs> the painter. Holy smokes. Talk about we can do it, Pittsburgh yeah. spirit. Uh, John Kane is the guy, and so you've got to see his collection. That's outrageous. Of art. It's vibrant and detailed, and it's uh, um, it's a view of Pittsburgh that uh, 
you know, is from the working man's point of view. Yes, it's really fabulous art. I mean, like like you said, Andy, self-taught, a naive artist. How many paintings do you think will hang? Uh, We'll have uh, close to 45. No kidding. And these are are from uh, private collections and museums from around the country. Outstanding. Uh, They've never been assembled in one place before. Great. And when is the opening of the show? Oh, it's next month. I, uh, I better look it up. Can I uh, call you back? Yeah, please do. Yeah, no. I'm afraid I'm going to get it wrong. Great. No, that's okay. But we know it's coming soon at the History Center. So uh, maybe next month you join us. We'll go deeper into that. But, man, what, what oh, a yeah, great show. Kudos to that, Andy. Hey, listen, you're fabulous. Thanks enough we a lot. We love you, Andy. We always appreciate your presence here. Well, thanks for being there for all of us and keep making history. Yeah, you making history and then telling the story about it. Andy Masick, Senator John Hines History Center. Get on down there. It's a great place for the family to hang out for the day. I mean, just outstanding stuff. In the Strip, the heart of Pittsburgh. The Bible says that in the end there would be perilous times. And as you take a look at the world that we live in today, economic inflation, gas prices are on the rise, COVID-19 is still looming in the darkness, and the possibilities of a World War III. What do you do in these moments? Aren't you glad to know that Jesus Christ has a word just for you? And I believe Cornerstone is that voice in this season, and that God has hewn out a rock of hope in this season of despair, which is why I want you to join us April 25th to the 29th for our Hope Arising fundraiser. It is going to be a powerful time of prophetic insight, revelation that is going to break you through every line of the devil's defense. We have great guests, Coy Barker, Joshua Giles, Randy Kay, and yours truly. I want you to mark your calendar April 25th to the 29th at 8 p.m. Watch Hope Arising on Cornerstone Television. Xfinity Channel 805, Verizon 505. Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, offering generous financial aid, prepares students for ministry with Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, Doctor of Ministry, and certificate programs designed for students called as leaders of the church and our neighborhoods. Apply now for fall. Visit pts.edu. If you owe $27 trillion and you didn't have the money to pay it off, what would you need to do? Well, you need to make a lot more money, right? Well, now America's debt is more than $27 trillion, and right now taxes are at historically low levels. It doesn't take a genius to realize taxes will probably go up. Now think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are lower or later when rates are much higher? Now whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. That's why Kirk Kenotic and Accurate Solutions Group has a free guide called You and Your Taxes to help you determine what's best for you. To get your copy of You and Your Taxes, Call or text TAX to 412-515-3555. That's TAX to 412-515-3555. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Get this free guide from Kirk Kenotic and Accurate Solutions Group now. Call or text TAX to 412-515-3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Our firm may not give tax advice. You could win $5,000 and bless an organization with $5,000 in your name when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Share your kindness with others. Go to wordfm.com to enter. That's wordfm.com. Sharing sides is good. Getting enough so you don't have to? That's finger licking good. Choose three large KFC sides, like secret recipe fries or creamy mac and cheese with eight pieces of tenders or fried chicken when you get KFC's Side Lover's Meal. Order now on the KFC app. Prices of participation may vary. 
Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. It'll be cold tonight with a starlit sky. Tonight's low 37. Sunshine tomorrow will mix with a few clouds. And despite a chilly start, expect a milder afternoon. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 67. Partly cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 51. Sunday, cloudy with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. We'll reach a high Sunday of 67. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. It's time now for this or that. It's this thing we do every Friday. I've got a list. Kath has a list. We choose one thing or the other, this thing or that thing. All right, Kath, let me go. All right. I'm ready. All right. This is exciting. The drink Tang. The drink High C. Oh, Tang every day of the week. Really? High C? High C's. Thumbs down. No. Tang is great. I like High C. No, Tang is great. Okay. I'm not going to come. And the grittier, the better. Okay. Two hours watching your favorite show. Two hours sitting in the yard. I want to say sitting in the yard, but I'm going to say two hours watching my favorite show. All right. Okay. It's fine. A convertible. And texting Christy while I'm doing it. Mm. A convertible. A sunroof. A sunroof. Oh. I don't like convertibles. What? Because you know why? Because I'm a girl and it messes with your hair. Oh, put a hat on. <laughs> Steak and eggs. Yeah. Waffles and eggs. <laughs> Waffles and eggs. Hey, no steak. No. All right. Kool-Aid. Yeah. Lickamade. <laughs> what is Lickamade? Well, you don't know what Lickamade is? No. It's like this little package. You you know, put it in your hand and then you lick it. Oh, oh. Like, you ever seen that? Oh, it, yeah. It's like I, a pixie I, I, stick, but it's in a different... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've never Lick-a-made. heard it called that. Lickamade. It's called something else, isn't it? No. Pixie stick or Lickamade. Really? Oh, I'll take that for sure. I love that stuff. Lickamade. Even though it's disgusting. Excellent. I love it. Lemonade. Yeah. Arnold Palmer. Uh, AP. Hey, mm-hmm. Arnold Palmer. Okay. MC? Yeah. MC Hammer. <laughs> Don't touch it. Um, I'll go. I'll go. Uh, MC Hammer. Because look yeah, at you course, with yeah. the. Because look at the pants. A Barbie doll. A troll doll. <laughs> I'll go troll. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think you have yeah, to, yeah. I think. Group confession. <laughs> yeah. Silent confession. Yeah, sure. Silent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Penance. The Pirates of Penzance. <laughs> like that show no. that's a lame show i'll take i it's think gilbert and sullivan i think i'll take penance all right two weeks in italy two weeks in greece oh gosh can i say ether's fine but yeah yeah uh i think i'll do italy yeah i think you have to okay all right okay that's my list of all right that's okay. excellent all right very good all right johnny ready all right the steelers in case you didn't know <clears throat> they drafted a pit quarterback Kenny Pickett last night. Yeah, yeah. You familiar with that story? I, I do. Mm-hmm. So it looks like we're keeping it all in the family. You know, we got the Pitt quarterback. We brought him to the Steelers. Yep. Anyway, to that end, I offer you the Pittsburgh centric edition. Oh, very of this nice. Or that. Okay, good. <clears throat> Number one, mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger in the first round in 2004. Yeah. Or Kenny Pickett in the first round in 2022. <laughs> we know Ben delivered. So it's Ben Roethlisberger. Number two, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger in the first round in 2004. Mm-hmm. Or Sidney Crosby in the first round and first overall 
in 2005. Boy, that is rough. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. Is it that, John? Sid. I love Sid. But, you know, those two Super Bowls was everything. Although the Stanley Cups. Yeah, well, I was going to say there were some cups there. All right, I'm doing Sid. Are you? Yeah. Well, you're not very loyal. Okay. It's just an excitement quotient. I'm just trying to spread it around a little bit. Number three. Yeah. Goodyear blimp over Heinz Field uh-huh. or enormous rubber ducky at the point? Oh, the both rubber of, ducky. Both inflatables. Rubber ducky. Okay. Yeah, because it was more of a community event. I mean, you walked down there. Everybody loved was it. there taking photos with the rubber ducky. I loved it. Christy, were you there? Were you old enough for the rubber ducky? 2013, yeah. Oh, okay, there you go. I loved it. Do you have a photo of it? I think so. Yep. We should we should find we should, our photos we should and post, post all them. our photos. Yeah. Number four. Mr. Rogers or Dearheart? Oh, Mr. Rogers. I love the cheese lady, but it's got to be Mr. Rogers. Yeah, but the cheese lady. Dearheart. Number five. Mm-hmm. Stuck on Penn Avenue because of a bike lane mm-hmm. or stuck on Forbes Avenue because of the marathon? <laughs> Boy, it's rough. Uh, I'll take Forbes Avenue just because I like Forbes Avenue better than Penn Avenue. Number six. Okay. Mary Cassatt. Or Andy Warhol? Andy Warhol. Really? Andy Warhol. You're wrong. No, well, I'm, I'm saying this or that, it's, and it's my this or that. How can I be wrong? You're wrong. So pipe down. <laughs> Number seven. All right. Fear of a Mount Washington landslide mm. or fear of a Monongahela River bridge collapse? Oh, oh boy. <laughs> I mean, Mount Washington does fall down from time it to time. It does. Yeah. And there is a concern. And you yep. look at that one like apartment building that's kind of perched, mm. and you think, is that all right? They're paying a lot of rent for that, that thing. It just seems like that's... A danger we should look into. But it's kind of shishi as well. It is shishi. And it's a very high rent district. I'm doing the Monongahela Bridge Clubs. <laughs> sure. All that stuff. Yeah. I think that's pedestrian for all of us, right? Number eight, George Romero or George Benson? <sighs> oh, boy. I'm sorry, but I, I, it has to be George Romero. Number nine, the day someone decided UPMC was a nonprofit oh. or the day we decided to burrow a tunnel under the Allegheny River for the subway when we have several perfectly good bridges to go over the same (laughs) river. Yeah. I think you got to call out UPMC. We love them, but non-profit? Mm, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. And number 10. Yeah. Are you ready? Yep. A coyote in the dog pound? Or a carp in the mon? Oh, a carp in the mon. You ever... I used to fish in the mon. I mean, it's like your dream. Catch a fish. Catch a big old carp. That's very good. This week's this or that. W-O-R-D. The current school year is not even over, but Word FM is already talking about heading back to school. Back to school! If you've ever considered sending your child to a Christian school, but the cost was holding you back, check out the W-O-R-D half-price tuition deals now at wordfm.com. Send your child to a school that's teaching them the same values you're teaching at home for the full year, but only pay for half. See the complete list of schools now at wordfm.com slash tuitions. If you owe the IRS back taxes, then get ready to pay up. The IRS has giant private collection agencies actively tracking down folks who owe the IRS. So if you think dodging them was stressful in the past, it's going to get a whole lot tougher. Optima Tax Relief has this advice. Don't wait. Solve your tax problems now before it's too late. Optima Tax Relief works to stop the demand letters, stop the aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS collectors from targeting you. Ask Optima about the Fresh Start Initiative. 
one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands. And nobody knows this program better than they do. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and they get results. Having resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get a fresh start. Call today for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules. The shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules in theaters two nights only, May 2nd and May 4th, with a special virtual premiere, May 7th. Tickets available only at 2,000mules.com. 2000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something. Something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are. But I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road. But I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On June 1st, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Enter the Kindness Challenge today at wordfm.com. Things we liked on Twitter this week. Twitter's kind of like a uh, public square. Well, there's been a lot of talk about it this week, hasn't there? Yeah, certainly has. Elon Musk has purchased Twitter for a record amount of money that I can't remember because Mm -hmm. it's so outside the bounds of did jerry sold some tesla stock today? yes to pay for it yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know how many billions of tesla stock he sold but it took him from a 17 percent share to a 16 percent share doesn't seem times like are hard doesn't seem like times are rough he had to like mm-hmm. you know pare down that much i mean i kind of have like a love hate thing with the whole you know, with twitter yeah yeah i think so too but out of all of the social media platforms 100%. it is my favorite mine too yeah, it is my favorite. And for those of you who've never been on Twitter, I, I'm not trying to lead you down a dark path, but I, I would suggest that there are a lot of good things to get oh, out yeah. of Twitter if you follow the right people. Um, yeah, you can fall into a cesspool. Yeah, if you, you certainly so can. You certainly can. But if you follow good people, you get a lot of good ideas. There's a lot of fun. Um, it's like you can kind of hang out with people who make you laugh mm-hmm. or make you think or whatever it is. Anyway, we suggest it. You can follow both of us. Uh, John Hall is at John underscore Word FM, yeah. and I'm at Kathy underscore Word FM. But these are things that we saw during the week that we liked. Things kind of stood out for us. Uh, Christy, hit that music. Oh, sounds like a truck ad. I like Twitter, and you should too. <laughs> Last night, John. Brooke Pryor tweeted this. Hmm. Kenny Pickett on getting the call from the Steelers. Yeah. Quote, I'm pretty familiar with the area code. I had a pretty good idea of who it was. I was speechless. Can you imagine sitting no. on that couch That's great. and seeing 412 pop up? Did you see the, the video of the phone call from Mike Thomas' perspective? No. Oh, 
You have to see it. Oh, really? It's so great. That's it's really cool. great. Okay, I dig it. I, mean, I like it very much. Yep, and then Kenny himself tweeted later, I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Yeah. Where's he from? New Jersey. Okay. Right by us, uh, somewhere near Asbury Park. Okay. Okay, this is um, Matt Smurthurst. Uh, he quotes D.A. Carson. Effectiveness in teaching the Bible is purchased at the price of much study, some of it lonely, all of it tiring. You know, that is really true. Mm. When we talk about reading the Bible, oftentimes we portray it as it's like a song and dance. But it's, it's very like, difficult. And it's it's ancient literature. Yeah. I mean, go read any other ancient literature and see how easy it is for you. Right. It's it's very difficult. Especially to teach it. I mean, to digest it and then make yes. it a practical use. That doesn't mean that it's not worthwhile because no, no, no. it's it's incredibly worthwhile. And I find it much more readable than other ancient literature. 100%. So that's what's very cool about right. it. Right. Because it's been distilled so quickly sure. and you know all the different interpretations of it. Right. It's fabulous. Right. Dr. Greg Coates quoted Stanley Hauerwas. Stanley Hauerwas once said this to a bunch of seminarians. You ready for this? Mm. Quote, a crying baby during morning worship is God's reminder that you're not in charge and never were. <laughs> Isn't that good? Is that good? I mean, how often do you, have you been in worship, right? A zillion times and a baby's just wailing yep. away and you're trying to do two things at one time. You're focusing on what's being said. Said, right. At the same time, you're, you know, whatever your approach is, most people are, are annoyed. Right. Maybe the, the parent could leave. Right. And then you're shaming yourself for being annoyed. Right. Because why can't you? You remember when you were a parent with a baby and oh. you wanted people to give you a break. And why aren't I giving oh, this no. person a break? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, what about the crying room in some churches? I think that's a great idea. I love that. Yeah. I love that when I was... Did you have a crying room? No, but I wished I had one. That's (laughs) why I love it so much. I would just go in the room myself and cry. Cry? No, I understand. Believe me, the parents are crying in there too. Weeping room. God's reminder, you're not in charge and never were. Excellent. Well, this is from our friend Beth Moore. If the fragrance of the Lord is like honeysuckle, it is this time of year I smell him most. Oh, is that sweet? Oh, that's beautiful. Don't you love the, the oh scent of honeysuckle? I, that's one of my favorite smells mm. ever. Yeah, it's so unbo- it's so rich, oh, isn't it's it? So thick, oh, viscous. Just, oh, yeah, I just love it. Kristen Johnston posted or Johnson, I'm sorry, posted um, this thought. I'm still pondering these insightful words from one of my favorite novelists, Leif Enger. Mm. Leif Enger is a very interesting writer. Yeah. He wrote a book I've loved called Peace Like a River. Anyway, this is what he said. I think it's okay to be temporary, to be a short line in a long poem. Oh. That is goes so far against what? the grain of where we are in current culture. I think it's okay to be temporary, to be a short line in a long poem. It's like everybody's trying to be... Right, my brand. Right. S- influencers. Everybody's yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. be bigger, louder, have more. Of the- you don't I th- need much. I think it's okay to be temporary, to be a short line and a long poem. That's excellent. That's really, really excellent. Yeah. Because the anxiety that most people have because they are a short line. We're all pretty much short. It's very few of us are the long line, right? It's really good. Okay, our friend Colin Dunlap. Wife is away for the week. Keeping the house in order getting kids to all activities, 
making sure all the homework gets done, general logistics of ensuring everyone stays alive, etc., is 100 million percent harder than any job you go to. It ain't even close. I, uh, <laughs> I I read that tweet and liked it and liked it again and liked it again. I mean, because until you try to do that, you uh, have no idea how complicated and oh exhausting, my. and it never stops. Never. Can, uh, women, you don't moms leave everywhere. The job. Or if you're a stay-at-home dad, whatever, whoever, whichever parent is doing that, yeah, you got to be kidding I me. I mean, that's that's outrageous. Okay, speaking moms. of Colin Dunlap, yeah, I, I have another one. If it's hey, kids. okay, good. See, he's because he's excellent on Twitter. He is. He is. Today is National Superhero Day. Here's mine forever. And it's a picture of his daughter, Darren. Mm, you know that. Who's fought cancer and gone through multitudinous and varied chemotherapy treatments. She's probably now 10 years old, I'm yeah. guessing. Mm-hmm. There's four pic- twin. Four pictures of her in her superhero regalia. And I've never met her and I love her. Me too. And she is a superhero. She is because, a superhero. You know, we followed along because like, he was so good about posting things. You know, it wasn't about himself. It was about his daughter. And you loved the girl. Yep. And you, you, lo- can imagine. And you loved her parents. Oh, the strength, yep. the courage to endure all that. Oh. And her brother who sat there and watched it all and, you know. Yep. Tolerated somebody else getting all the attention. Okay, one more quick tweet and we got to go. I'm ready. What's the weirdest pet name you've ever had? This is from Courtney Ellis. What's the weirdest pet name you've ever had? The kids named our first goldfish Finn, and it lived for two years. (laughs) They named our second one Dashi Katie Phineas Goldfish Fish, and it lived for 12 hours. Pretty sure it just died of exhaustion. (laughs) (laughs) Weird pet names. That's our Twitter likes of the week. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hill seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. Why doing it right? Roofing, siding, remodeling? It's simple. It's in their name. Doing it right uses only top quality materials and employs only experienced and installation and management people to install and oversee your project. Family owned and operated for 38 years and with over 45 years of industry experience, you can be confident that your project will be installed the correct way. Doing it right does business honestly, taking no money down and collecting balance upon completion. You'll receive a lifetime labor warranty from Doing It Right. Doing It Right does all work to Manufacturers, National Roofing Contractors Association, and Vinyl Siding Institute guidelines and specifications for a complete and headache-free installation. Doing It Right is an Owens Corning Platinum Contractor and James Hardy Preferred Contractor. Most importantly, they're affordable, offering great financing options and accepting all major credit cards. Be sure to mention John and Kathy for a discount off your roofing, siding, and remodeling estimates. Call 724-NEW-ROOF or find them at roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Are you in excruciating pain brought on by your son, daughter, or spouse suffering from addiction? The sleepless nights, the constant worry, and the feelings of isolation. Recovery Centers of America wants you to know 
You're not alone. Addiction destroys families. But if you call Recovery Centers of America today at 1-888-RECOVERY, your loved one can begin to recover, and so can your whole family. At Recovery Centers of America at Monroeville, your loved one will be treated with compassion and dignity by expert addiction professionals while recovering in a world-class facility. Family Support Services will give you knowledge, connection, and community so that you can begin to heal and recover as well. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. Recovery Centers of America accepts insurance, provides transportation, and offers intervention services at no cost. Patients are admitted 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. Every summer, Pine Valley Camp changes lives, not just for the more than 100 underserved kids who attend each week, but for the many high school and college-age volunteers and staff who work with them as lifeguards, cooks, camp counselors, and more. If you're 16 to 25, love working with kids and helping to foster a fun, safe, Christian family environment, apply now at pinevalleycamp.org. Pine Valley Camp. Rebuilding broken lives through Jesus Christ. In Beaver County, camp opens mid-June. You know, we started off April strong, saying, hey, it's National Poetry Month. And then we got caught up in other things and kind of forgot about it there. Mm -hmm. Kind of fell off the wagon. Right. The poetry wagon. Our patron of poetry also... Got COVID. Right, so... (laughs) (laughs) Distracted us from... Put took gr- our eyes off the prize. Sure, ground to a halt. Anyway, here's a here's a, a, a this is the last day, our last show of April. Practicing Bach for performance with Bach's E major. Now you played a clip of that music, which is contrary to the poem in some way. At least uh, how I would think of it. Okay, here's the poem. There is, said Pythagoras, a sound the planet makes, a kind of music, just outside our hearing, the proportion and the resonance of things. Not the clang of theory or the weathering of human speech, not even the bright song of sex or hunger, but the unrung ringing that supports them all. The wife, no warning, dead when you come home, ducats in the fish head that you salvage from the rubbish heap. Is the cosmos laughing at us? No, it's saying improvise. Everywhere you look, there's beauty, and it's rimmed with death. If you find injustice, you'll find humans. And this means that if you listen, you'll find love. The substance of the world is light, is water. Here, clear, even when it's dying, even when the dying seems unbearable, it runs. Well, that kind of puts life into different terms. A sound the planet makes. makes... A kind of music just outside our hearing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So, you know what that, when I heard you uh, speak that, I thought about the fact that there is a story. There is there is a story in the background. There's a story written in the background, and we're only seeing our little part. Mm, yeah. And our little part is full of great suffering and trauma and also great love and victory but there's still that song going yes, on that exactly. larger song yeah, that, larger that we're song. playing a yeah. chord of the river, or a, a the, note river of. the river keeps running 
and it's endless. Yeah. Billions and billions of people over billions of years. I mean, the same story, the same song, but sometimes you can't hear it. No, oftentimes we get lost in our own song and can't hear the song of life, right? Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The mayor of the Ukrainian city of Mariupol says those hiding at a massive steel mill are running out of food, water, and medicine. That steel mill is the last position held by Ukrainian fighters who are also with civilians. The U.S. House has given final passage to legislation that would streamline a World War II-era military Lynn-Lease program. Republican Representative French Hill of Arkansas says the revival of the program sends a powerful message. Winston Churchill thought up the idea of Lynn-Lease. He talked uh, to his essential partner in the very special transatlantic relationship, FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, into this concept. Roosevelt sold it to the Congress, and it is a real moment in history that that we are back on this House floor supporting Lynn Lease. This is SRN News. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, Weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, the shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules in theaters two nights only, May 2nd and May 4th, with a special virtual premiere, May 7th. Tickets available only at 2000mules.com. 2000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, offering generous financial aid, prepares students for ministry with Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, Doctor of Ministry, and certificate programs designed for students called as leaders of the church and our neighborhoods. Apply now for fall. Visit pts.edu. New message. Hey, girlfriend, it's Carol from Jury Duty. 
we never actually spoke, but I saw you ordered the same hoagie as me at lunch. What are the chances? Anywho, I heard you just got a boat. We should totally grab some hoagies and take it out for a spin. When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Do I want to feel the wind in my hair? Guilty as charged. <laughs> oh, seriously, let's ride on your boat. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. It'll be cold tonight with a starlit sky. Tonight's low 37. Sunshine tomorrow will mix with a few clouds. And despite a chilly start, expect a milder afternoon. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 67. Partly cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 51. Sunday, cloudy with a couple of showers of a thunderstorm. We'll reach a high Sunday of 67. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Portions of the following program are pre-recorded. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, it's Friday. Thanks for coming along and being with us. It's been a heck of a week. We've been cranking, haven't we? Sure have. Holy moly. A lot going on. We had a wonderful morning uh, at the um, at uh, Heinz Field, the annual Pittsburgh prayer breakfast, back from a brief pandemic hiatus. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, did we miss two years? Yep. Boy, it was a great morning. Um, 700 plus people, I would say. Mm-hmm. All in the... Um, what is that room called? I have no idea. It's a long... It's an. It's a long skinny room. Yeah. I, I mean, architecturally, I, I guess you couldn't make a big ballroom inside of a football stadium. Right. And you get the view looking onto the city. It's very... It's view. so beautiful. And on a sunny day like today, oh my gosh. it just made you happy to be alive. Yeah. It really did. But it is a long skinny room. Yeah. So we've been fortunate. I mean... They, I think we've been doing this for a decade or so. We've been asked by the Pittsburgh Leadership Foundation, Lee Kircher, and uh, a lot of wonderful people who head that up. Come on down and you know just be the front men, which is kind of what we're doing here in a way. Right, right? we're the front men. So it's really just always a great. I mean, it's an honor it to is. be there. Really, it is to see all the people who come and and want to pray publicly. And there's always music. There's always great speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of, of course, wonderful prayer. It's one of the highlights of the year for us. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. In particular, this morning, um, I I just love this. I, it sounds weird to say this. It's so you know nonspecific. I just love the spirit in the room mm-hmm. today. I think people are hungry knowing yeah. that you know it's been away a, a long time since we've been away. Yep. And now we're back, and it felt. As normal as normal can be. Yeah, and it felt like people were there to seriously pray. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was not, we were just not going to see the main speakers, which were Bennett and Athley Rosha, Ath- Ashley Roethlisberger, who did yeah. a terrific, oh a really wonderful job. Yeah. Both of them at different times said things that really hit me. Me too. I was really very grateful to them both. There was no like raw raw stealer anything no, there about wasn't. it. There was no like, oh my gosh, would you, you know, no sign terrible my autograph. There were no I mean there's some guys wearing jerseys, you know, just in support of Ben, but it wasn't it wasn't like a football game. No, not at all. And the cool thing was I mean there's something you know in this culture that we live in, 
once people, you know, have, quote, made it, right? And, of course, you're an NFL quarterback. You essentially have certainly made it the top of your profession. But our culture that we live in lionizes people or crushes people. Yeah. There's no kind of middle ground here. And, of and course, both options are so unhealthy. Very much so. If you're that person, oh. the, the lifestyle that you, you know, everything's under a microscope. And, of course, everyone's lives often can be a train wreck. Ben's story is very well known, mm-hmm. super documented. But Ben went out as a champion here. Yeah. I mean, like you said earlier, that final game at, at, at uh, Heinz Field. That was such a that was such a unique thing. I, I, John and I went out afterwards, and we were just talking about uh, the prayer breakfast. And I said, you know, I, the one thing I wished we would have talked about is uh, I just felt like that last night at Heinz Field, Ben's last home game, was it was a wonderful experience. I'm sure it was for him and his family, but it was a wonderful experience for me. As a fan. For, yeah, for my daughter, for Pittsburgh. It was just it was one of those community events to me which was like, wow. There is good left. There is kindness. Yes. There is a, a sense of benevolence and a sense of honor. honor that we publicly can still give to people without a doubt and you don't see it in professional sports i mean it used to be you were with a team you stayed with a team now of course in any sport free agency you know it's right. rare for the a, highest bidder right so there's ben he stayed with the steelers the entire career so he left on his own terms say what you will and it was a, an excellent exit so there so then the prayer breakfast says we're going to invite ben and ashley roethlisberger to be the keynote speakers so you first think oh What's this going to be like? You know, um, is it going to be some weird, celebrity Christian right. thing? You yeah. know, and it wasn't. What it was was two people, and if you didn't know who it was, they were like behind a screen mm-hmm. talking about themselves and their marriage, warts and all. What a great encouragement it was to uh, me. You know, it wasn't about football. It was about two people coming to terms with who they are in their marriage and realizing that they needed help, and that help was prayer and the group of the you know, people in their church who helped bring them together and how they took that opportunity and changed the tone of their marriage. Yep. It was really wonderful. It really, really, really was. Wonderful. It really was. The music was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Christopher Wu on violin, Shoot. Chris Jameson from season seven of The Voice, uh, both so amazing, and Dan Shields on guitar. Here. It's just was The music was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So well done. So many speakers from different parts of Pittsburgh, different sectors of the city. Um, if you've never been to the prayer breakfast, just kind of tuck this in the back of your head. Next year, make a point to go. Yeah. Because it's a really wonderful thing to see that many people who are that different come together for that purpose. Yep. And you know what? I mean, a- any prayer breakfast, there's a lot of prayer breakfasts. I think we're going to talk to someone next week about a prayer breakfast in Monroeville, I believe. Mm, okay. Right? I mean, anytime people gather like that, right? People in groups gathering to pray. How unique is that? I know. It's a beautiful, it it's, is. A, it's, it's a, a mysterious, one, it wonderful yep. thing. So I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, so our thanks to Lee Kreitzer, yeah. Matt Geppert, for having confidence enough in us to ask us to do that. Um, and for everyone who showed up, mm-hmm. if you wanted to talk to us and we were already occupied, I want to apologize and say, please, you know, drop us an email or something. There were just too many people to say hi to. That's good. But what a great morning. Really, 
Really terrific. And for so many people that I wished I could have said hi to, especially people who were wonderful on the podium today, and I hope we get to connect with in the future that's what you know like to see that you gotta think i don't know that person right how do i you know pittsburgh is not a big city and you think oh you know it's literally how have i not run into him right that person just prayed something so beautiful i need to say uh, yeah i need to meet that person right i don't know i mean pittsburgh's a big city but it's a little city i mean really sometimes one or two degrees of separation at the very most of for a lot of us Mm -hmm. so we're just fortunate to we sure are have so many people here sure are. are loving the lord and doing their best to to pray and to bring some truth and justice. It to gives you a lot of confidence when you go out to work and you think, wow, there are a lot of people who are doing a lot of different things who prayed just like I prayed today. Yep. Anyway, we'll take a quick break, come back. Oh, we got a good guest coming up here. Oh, we sure do. Yeah, this is a, a uh, conversation that we recorded a few months ago. Um, Adam Ticha. It's a really amazing story of his uh, time as a U.S. Army chaplain. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that next Friday edition, right home. Hey, uh, the calendar is moving at a crazy pace. It's We just finished with Easter. Next Sunday is Mother's Day. How'd that happen? I don't know. How's it happen here? Turn around, turn around, turn around. Marcia's here from the Springhouse. Marcia, you are on top of all things. Well, I had to order the chicken, John. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> so what's, what, I bet you guys have a whole plan, a whole shtick worked out for Mother's Day. We have a do, We have a whole shtick worked out, yes. So we um, Mother's Day starts at noon, and we're actually going to stay open till 8 that night. Ooh, okay. And we'll have um, barbecue chicken. It's big, beautiful quarters that we do on the barbecue pit outside using our secret butter vinegar sauce. We'll have all kinds of fabulous sides along with it. We'll have Alabama vegetable casseroles, cabbage and noodles, corn pudding, Dutch green salad, all kinds of yummy salads will go with it. Like every dessert you can think of under the sun, we're going to have that day too. All that is included. It's $20 a person. And live music too, and a free cone for every mom. Wow, Wow, that's excellent. Now, I would assume that that Alabama vegetable casserole you've made in honor of me. Mm Mm-mm. We did, Kathy. We thought about you, and we piled on the ordering for it. I love that. <laughs> I see. All right. Get all nice. our veggies in and cut all our celery and onion and all that good stuff. Right. No, wait, no, Marsh. You're a mom, so, but you're working on Mother's Day. I am. But actually, this year, John, this is the first Sunday I will have, Mother's Day Sunday, that I will have missed in 22 years because my 22-year-old is graduating on Mother's Day from Penn State. Oh, hey, that's wonderful. Congratulations. Fabulous. Excellent. Very yeah. good. All right. So well, we're getting every, everything ready. Everybody here will be ready to handle it. I'm making the secret sauce the night before so we can head to Penn State. So awesome. everything will be good to go. And Sam's saying Sam and his son Josh will be here to cook the chicken. So I know it'll be perfect. And so, yeah going to be exciting but i'm going to miss everybody nice well head on down to the spring house for mother's day and congratulations to all the penn state oh and pit grads as well thanks marsh 101.5 word the station with pittsburgh's favorite christian music every weekend with the best new music new new always new music from chris tomlin thank god for sunday morning from cochran and company from Phil Wickham. Celebrating 20 years of bringing Pittsburgh's favorites and the best new music. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. 
Are you ready to retire? Inflation is picking up, markets are volatile, and the dream of a comfortable retirement is harder to attain than ever before. The stock market goes up and down is beyond your control, but you're at a point in your life where you can't afford to make big financial mistakes. I'm Al Iberoa, founder of Knight Strategic Wealth. Our investment strategy allows you to go up with the stock market, lock in your gains, and when the stock market goes down, your investment won't lose a dime. This works for your investments, savings at a brokerage firm, or even money at a bank. It's simple, it's safe, and that's why savvy investors work with us. Want to learn more? Text FREE to 833-898-0500, and we'll send our retirement readiness kit directly to your phone right now. If you want to help build a retirement portfolio that will go up with the market and literally never lose money, get our retirement readiness kit today and see how this strategy can help secure your future. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Hi. I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our To Have and To Hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HenneyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your jewelers for life. Combat can cause a sickness of the soul. One of the most obvious markers of the war-torn soul is suicide. Right now, who's with us is uh, Adam T.G. Adam served as an active-duty United States Army chaplain for nine years with ground combat, special operations, and medical units, including a deployment to Afghanistan. Adam continues to serve as a chaplain in the United States Army Reserves. He's also a theology student in theology and ethics at Duke Divinity School, author of toward a pastoral theology of Holy Saturday, providing spiritual care for war-wounded souls. Adam, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. Adam, talk about this sickness of the soul. I was struck by that quote. Um, One of the most obvious markers of it is suicide, but I'm sure suicide's not the only marker. Sure. Um, For me, one of uh, the most significant aspects of uh, what you've called a sickness of the soul is uh, the hiddenness of God uh, after trauma, after war, mm-hmm. uh, a sense of God abandonment and the absence of God. And so uh, in terms of the soul, uh, I think that's the most uh, salient feature. Um, certainly uh, we can talk about uh, lots of psychological symptoms and, and nobody's sort of divided in, in their person in terms of what they experience. But in terms of uh, one's relation to God and to uh, any sort of ultimate reality, I think uh, war uh, puts a dark cloud uh, over all that um, and and can leave folks feeling uh, cut off uh, from all significant relations, uh, but most especially their relationship uh, to God. Mm-hmm. So, Adam, can you speak of what it was to be a chaplain in Afghanistan? I'm sure you were surrounded by uh, a lot of pain, a lot of chaos. What was that like for you to, in some ways, I think probably for a lot of people, right, who had never been in a church or talked to a person of faith, there you were. I mean, there you were in some ways for those people representing God. 
Uh, I'm sure you had many uh, dark uh, conversations and hopefully conversations that were light-filled as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times, mm, yeah. um, uh, as the as the saying goes. Um, yeah, it, it's an amazing opportunity, um, a privilege really to be able to have shared those moments uh, with my soldiers, um, to be with them um, under fire, uh, to be with them after, you know, to be with them while they're mourning. Um, you know, we lost uh, eight soldiers were killed uh, from my particular battalion. Uh, we had uh, dozens with significant uh, traumatic wounds, you know, largely from IEDs. Uh, some gunshot wounds, and uh, and so, yeah, my my role uh, was uh, was challenging to be a presence of hope and healing in the midst of uh, deep pain, loss, uh, and trauma, and uh, often uh, moral questions as well, uh, and and that I think is a an aspect that's only in the last few years starting to, to get drawn out uh, more. So when you think about um, your experiences there, I mean, you weren't immune to those feelings yourself. Uh, talk about how you have processed all of that over the years. Sure, yeah. I mean, I came home uh, from Afghanistan uh, just as angry and confused as uh, my soldiers. And uh, and so, yeah, to, to be the person to care when uh, you also need care is is a challenge uh and so yeah i i I needed to be cared for i uh i went to therapy i talked with significant folks in my life my uh chaplain my pastor Mm um and but most significantly my friend uh my best friend who's also a chaplain uh and and so you know i i think there's a whole uh a whole cast of relationships that need to be brought to bear for folks who come home from war. And, uh, and certainly, uh, without them in my life, uh, I may not be here. And, and so I I know that, um, I certainly didn't come home from war, um, alone. And so Adam, what were those questions? I mean, I I can't imagine what it would be like to be on the battlefield to see eight men that you had previously looked in the eye and talked to, as you say, countless of other men and women who were wounded badly by IEDs or gunshot wounds. So when you talk to God about that, I mean, how do you even venture into that conversation about man's inhumanity and the horror of war and why there is war and violence upon ourselves and all that? I mean, in some ways... Did it did it hurt your faith? Did it help your faith, or was it a combination of all those things? Well, to be frank, I mean, by the end of the deployment, I could hardly uh, pray. Um, mm. You know, I, and coming home uh, that year, especially after coming home, I was considering, you know, leaving active duty, leaving the church, leaving uh, my call. And so, yeah, that was, it was very uh, impactful um, for me personally, mm-hmm. um, even as I saw the, the impact on, on my soldiers. 
Um, yeah, for me, the the most significant um, sort of burden that I continue to carry uh, coming home from war, uh, one of my soldiers, um, he came to me before we deployed and confessed he was, you know, fearful of, of deploying. And, you know, I sort of tried to normalize that. And, you know, of course, we're all afraid. Um, you know, we're, we're going into pretty serious situation and uh, we don't know what will happen. Uh, but he had some, he had a, a really sort of stark sense uh, uh, of fear. And he actually went AWOL, but then came back before we, before we deployed and, and deployed with us. His mother had called me while he was AWOL. Uh, and she was evidently a woman of faith and, you know, was uh, speaking to, you know, his need to fulfill his, his obligation. And, that you know, there's, there's a time for each one of us, uh, to die. And we don't know when that is. Um, and that she was, you know, trying to encourage him to come back. And he did, uh, the next time I saw him, uh, was, uh, just a day before, uh, a few days before he was killed. Um, and I happened to be there, uh, when he was killed and, and praying with him while the medics, worked, you know, the only prayers I could muster, uh, and, um, and then watching as they carried him to the, uh, the chopper and, um, yeah. And, and so my own sense of sort of guilt and shame at being a part of his death, um, did I listen to him? Did I, did I truly hear and understand and recognize what he was saying to me? Uh-huh. Um, based on conversations with, uh, some of his friends, uh, there's a, a, a sense among us that he had a real premonition of his death. Um, and yeah, so it's just something that, uh, is, is painful to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, after we came home, I was able to connect with his, his mother actually, because I had written a letter to her sort of, um, sharing my, a grief with her and, you know, offering my condolences to her. And, uh, she wanted to talk to me. Uh, she sought me out, uh, when we came home and, and we connected and, and, you know, and then I was in the position of offering care to yeah. her as well, which was, was really tough because, you know, I, I felt so deeply enmeshed in, you know, the loss of her son that I was a part of, uh, not just a part of his unit, but sort of a part of, you know, his, uh, you know, his death in some real way. Adam, I'm so sorry. I don't, uh, I don't know how you process, uh, those types of experiences, but I guess my question for you is, so who takes care of you? Yeah. Like I said, I think the most significant thing, of course, I, I've had uh, a few therapeutic relationships um, with counselors, spiritual directors, but the most significant thing for me is uh, friendship. Okay. Um, and I think, you know, in terms of, you know, what I might em- emphasize is sort of the most important way someone can care uh, for uh, someone who's come from home for more is to be a friend. Um, yeah, and I, I think... 
you know, I, for me, that sort of is a, a way into the gospel uh, story. So, um, what I connected with uh, after war, the way that I was able to come back uh, to faith and to hope and to, to the church uh, was uh, through uh, the story of, of Christ's descent into hell, um, and and really resonated with my own sense of war as as hell, but also coming home uh, being its own sort of hell, uh, and the sense that uh, Christ's comes and meets us there uh, in that, um, and uh, and so that that's that's a the depths of God's love uh, descend even into uh, the deepest darkest uh, places of our lives. Um, I think it's hugely powerful, um, and and because I have a friend like that, I, I can. I can know what that looks like, uh, someone who is willing to be with you in those moments. And so uh, I think if I would encourage, you know, if I could encourage anyone uh, in terms of what it looks like to care for someone who comes home for more, I would say uh, that friendship uh, would be the most significant thing. Why Doing It Right Roofing, Siding, Remodeling? It's simple. It's in their name. Doing It Right uses only top quality materials and employs only experienced installation and management people to install and oversee your project. Family owned and operated for 38 years and with over 45 years of industry experience, you can be confident that your project will be installed the correct way. Doing It Right does business honestly, taking no money down and collecting balance upon completion. You will receive a lifetime labor warranty from Doing It Right. Doing It Right does all work to Manufacturers, National Roofing Contractors Association, and Vinyl Siding Institute guidelines and specifications for a complete and headache-free installation. Doing It Right is an Owens Corning Platinum Contractor and James Hardy Preferred Contractor. Most importantly, they're affordable, offering great financing options and accepting all major credit cards. Be sure to mention John and Kathy for a discount off your roofing, siding, and remodeling estimates. Call 724-NEW-ROOF or find them at roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. You could win $5,000 and bless an organization with $5,000 in your name when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Share your kindness with others. Go to wordfm.com to enter. That's wordfm.com. If you belong to a club, I think it's fair to presuppose that the effort of joining that club and then showing up for whatever the activities or events were, that you were in line with the mission statement of the club. Mm. You think? Club, organization, team. Church. Whatever that is. School. Mm -hmm. So if you went to a Christian college, wherever you are in your walk, in some ways, you would have to presuppose that the majority, the large majority of people around you were Christians and had some form of a relationship with Jesus. Now, having that said and done, I would think that it would give you a freeing aspect in your life. Is that fair right, to say? You would feel secure in that, you mean? Yes. Well, I think that's probably true, but I also think that as much as you're looking for that in other people, you would have to be bringing that yourself to the table. Your faith. Your faith. Your relationship. Your relationship. Your boldness. And your willingness to share it with somebody else. 
be in communion, have look for a significant relationship? I believe that happens daily at Grove City College. Look online at gcc.edu, Grove City College, Christ-centered. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. It'll be cold tonight with a starlit sky. Tonight's low 37. Sunshine tomorrow will mix with a few clouds. And despite a chilly start, expect a milder afternoon. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 67. Partly cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 51. Sunday, cloudy with a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. We'll reach a high Sunday of 67. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Adam T.G. He is a, an Army chaplain, was on active duty in Afghanistan, now in the reserves, joins us from Duke Divinity School. And so, Adam, what does that look like? I mean, there you are now at, at Duke Divinity School. Do Does the future, when you look towards your future life in ministry, does that include being part of a, a local church um, or the, what's happened to you in Afghanistan and what you've experienced and your relationship with God, has that gone beyond that? Because I can't imagine, you know, like myself showing up on a Sunday morning and, you know, being part of a regular congregation and people wondering about, you know, the elders or what is happening at the potluck dinner or things think, like that. Really? You guys are concerned about that? Right. Everything else by comparison must seem tiny as you walk through that valley. Oh, certainly. Um, I mean, time doesn't heal all wounds, but time certainly does have uh, dimensions that help. And so I'm now uh, not quite a decade home, and uh, so that distance is is helpful. Uh, And, you know, that distance plus, you know, processing, talking through all these things and having uh, relationships of care and friendship. Right, I see. Um, but yes, I, I, I am and continue to be uh, a part of the church, uh, you know, and in worship. And, uh, and, and that's, in fact, where uh, we hear the story of Jesus in this way. And so, um, yeah, so I, I can certainly understand someone not wanting to be there. I, I sat in the very back and didn't sing a word of <laughs> of the hymns, uh, you know, for over a year, you know, just sort of living sort of on the edges of church society. And uh, one of the most um, impactful things when I went back to my home church um, after coming home one of, you know, I, I'd confessed to this uh, woman, a uh, member of this church that I, you know, that I, I wasn't praying and, um, and she uh, shared that it's okay um, that we're praying, uh, we're praying with and for you. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, 
what does it mean to be a part of a community like that? And so um, I hope uh, that uh, that the church can be a place that offers uh, space uh, space for that uh, and and a sense of community that uh, extends uh, beyond moments of joy, but into sorrow and lamentation. So, Adam, as civilians, people are listening. I'm sure the large majority of us are civilians. And, you know, we'll see a soldier and say, thank you for your service. But what is it that we can do? Because we have not walked through that valley of death. And you've gone before us. And we we are grateful for that. But help us understand. I mean, if someone listening right now and sees this and hears this and goes, I need to do something. What is the proper thing to do to 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 equip or engage or or offer some sort of assistance to those who are in this turmoil? Yeah, that, that's a great question, and it, it's not one with easy answers. No, no. Um, I would say, you know, as you mentioned, that sort of image of you know, thank you for your service, and and certainly that's well intentioned, and uh, and has has no sort of ill will behind it uh but it it points to sort of a larger uh phenomenon of of the ways in which uh soldiers and veterans are elevated uh on the basis of their service and often elevated sort of in such a way that that only exacerbates perhaps a sense of distance that's already uh already there and and so I, I would say that a way to, uh, you know, bridge that gap is uh, what I was talking about before, uh, which is friendship. And so certainly there's many fine organizations that people could donate money to uh, and many ways in which, uh, you know, they could sort of contribute financially to, to programs or, or things like that. But there are veterans in your churches and your workplaces and people you probably already know. And I I would say the best uh, way to draw near to someone is to draw near as a friend, someone who listens, someone who cares. Uh, And I think those are things that we can all do. Um, I mean, certainly there's a cultivation of some skill there, uh, but it's nothing. I don't think that's beyond anyone. It's the, the basic uh, call of the gospel to to love, Adam. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Adam. We're grateful for what you've endured and what you've what you continue to overcome on behalf of your men and you. And we're just so glad that you could join us today. We are. We, we appreciate your honesty, your transparency. Uh, just thank you. You're welcome, Adam T. G. He is a, an army chaplain was an active duty in Afghanistan, now in the reserves, joins us from Duke Divinity School. His work is toward a pastoral theology of Holy Saturday, providing spiritual care for war-wounded soldiers. Adam Teachy. 
101.5 WORD. I had somebody ask me the other day if this is my real voice. Word FM presents a night out with comedian Chad Thornsbury. Like if I had the talent to do voices, this is the one I'm picking. 7 p.m. May 20th at Impact Christian Church, Moon Township. A buddy of mine, he's a comic, he's from Australia, and talks like, wow, did you hear that accent? I bet that means he is great with women. And they hear me talk like, wow, did you hear that accent? I bet that means he can fix my tractor. General admission, just $30 each. Tickets on sale now. Which I can, but that's not the point. At wordfm.com slash night out. Every summer, Pine Valley Camp changes lives. Not just for the more than 100 underserved kids who attend each week, but for the many high school and college-age volunteers and staff who work with them as lifeguards, cooks, camp counselors, and more. If you're 16 to 25, love working with kids and helping to foster a fun, safe, Christian family environment, apply now at pinevalleycamp.org. Pine Valley Camp, rebuilding broken lives through Jesus Christ. In Beaver County, camp opens mid-June. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero, Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarrustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarrustpittsburgh.com. Creation Festival 2022 is your summer destination. June 29th through July 2nd at Agape Farm, Shirley'sburg, PA. Featuring Zach Williams, We the Kingdom, Bethel Music, Newsboys, Dante Bowe, Red, and many more. Creation Festival, a tribute to our creator. Come for the day or the entire event and go home changed. Compassion International presents Creation Festival. Get half-off tickets now while they last exclusively at wordfm.com slash creation. Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, offering generous financial aid, prepares students for ministry with Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, Doctor of Ministry, and certificate programs designed for students called as leaders of the church and our neighborhoods. Apply now for fall. Visit pts.edu. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Kenny Pickett's a stealer. I think that's what everybody's talking about. Elon Musk and Twitter. Okay. I mean, right? Yeah. What was a conversation that made you think? We went to the phones this week. How are you supporting your adult children? I picked that same thing. You did. Well, that was fascinating to me because me you have preconceived notions about families and kids. And then we heard all these incredible stories, which I've thought about all week long. Yeah, we heard, you know, from, you know, 20 somethings who are living with parents. And we heard from parents who had 20 somethings living with them. Yeah. And, and grateful for that. And grateful. And they were all grateful for it yeah. in some way, shape, or form. 
and we didn't get anybody. I I really expected we'd get somebody who would complain, like my right. You know, I can't get my kid out of my house. That's what I was expecting. And I we didn't have one call like that. It was that was really interesting. Yeah. To How me. about the story of the young woman who moved in with her in laws? That was really right? good. I mean, it, it, yeah. At first, she was like, "This is going to be weird. This is and, horrible. I'm like, I'm a failure because I can't. My husband right. and I aren't supporting ourselves. Everything changed. Yeah. Just really fascinating." What did you eat today? Oh, we uh, finished the prayer breakfast, and John and I went out to uh, eat because we can't actually eat at the prayer breakfast because we're working. Right. Um, anyway, waffles and caffeinated on South Carson Street in Dang. the South Side. On that Carson was, Street in the South Side. Very nice. Uh, Place was packed. First of all, first of all, it was packed. Second of all, whoever came up with the idea of stuffing a waffle with bacon, cheddar, and green onions. Mm. And then serving it with sour cream. Man, that person is my friend. Yeah. I was all about it. Uh, me too. I didn't know what to expect, but boy, that Oh, was and there was an egg on top. I, yeah. f- I forgot about how great uh-huh. that was. Yeah. We were like some old married couple. We were. I'm like, I'll have what she's having. Yeah. I ordered. Yeah. He was like, I want all that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what the heck? It was easy. It was really good. It was really, really good. What did you watch? Oh, I, I watched this movie this week. It was an animated movie called Apollo 10 and a Half. A space-age childhood, an animated story, coming of age. Uh, it was fascinating. I loved it so much. I'm going to watch it again. Apollo 10. It's on Netflix. Very cool. That sounds really good. Yeah. Um, I started to watch The Guardian, which is a show that's probably close to 20 years old. It was on CBS. Never watched it when it was on. Oh, I, but it I've was never seen the show. But- filmed in Pittsburgh and filmed on location in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So um, I think I talked about it on the show once last week, but um, it stars Simon Baker, and um, who did The Mentalist, went on to do The Mentalist, yeah. and um, I just—it's fun to see a show that's filmed in Pittsburgh. Yeah, always. It really is, and when I say filmed in Pittsburgh, I mean they are on the Sixth Street Bridge. Right. They are out on Grant Street. I mean, it's like it's there. How about like when you see a film in Pittsburgh and they're like it's like a chase scene, and you oh, go. Right. Wait a second. Wait, that, that, that doesn't. No, you guys, that, that street doesn't go into that street. Exactly. You're on Smithfield Street. All of a sudden, you're on a High River Boulevard. Do I don't that. think so. You know? do you're like yeah. trying to catch them in a technicality. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. Anyway, it's not a great show. It's not like I would say, well, everybody should go out and watch The Guardian. However, it is about the uh, see about children and youth services. Oh. And I, I know this sounds really goofy to say about a formulaic CBS show. I've really gained a lot from watching really? this show. Yeah, What's it on? I really have. Streaming on what? Hulu. The Guardian. The Guardian. Okay, okay. What are you reading? So we went to Yellowstone in May, last May. And my wife and I are like, okay, what national park are we going to next? So um, she bought a a National Geographic book of national parks. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. You can't believe we live in a country that has all that. I'm going, what what have I been doing? How have I wasted my life and not visited these incredibly beautiful vistas and i need to go out there so we, we're like all super excited sitting there reading this book together last night that's awesome yeah let's go let's you travel you can get a an annual pass my friend just told me oh, i've got one. Oh, great the eighty dollars yeah. right but here i sit and you can go and it's not helping you right. here at no, green no, tree no, no. no uh i'm reading uh diddly squat by jeremy clarkson i talked about it oh, last week yeah it's a collection of the um of the profile pieces he writes in london about 
his farm, his thousand acre farm that he bought and how he's Jeremy. If you're not familiar with Jeremy Clarkson, if he is a, a, a BBC presenter who authored the original Top Gear um, before he got canned and turned it into the Grand Tour on Amazon. And this is not his normal foray with James May and Richard Hammond as much as I love that, which is pretty much my favorite thing. Um, his Amazon series about the farm, I forget what it's called. I think it's called, oh, it's Clarkson's Farm. Oh, which is a great series as well. Beautiful. Right. Beautiful. It will blow your mind and it's a great window into what farming is like. Yeah. But his writing is just outstanding. He's if you've nine. never read Jeremy Clarkson's writing, you really should. He's a terrific Great. writer. What's the book? Diddley Squat. Very nice. It's the name of his farm. What hacked you off? I mean, it's hard to become desensitized to violence on a massive scale. I mean, every day when you look, I look at the paper and the war in Ukraine just murder and carnage and you know I, I might only have one thin connection to it is that i spent just a few days in ukraine just several days maybe three or four days it's a beautiful incredible country and i think about i can't you know you're looking at these images and you, I, you can't comprehend what the heck is going on there it's craziness war is insanity what is this all about what does it mean murder on this massive scale the destruction it's incredible when i think about it deeply it just drives me crazy and disregarding civilians is absolutely atrocious in war but targeting civilians is so appallingly inhumane that i just can't I, i i'm so angered and frustrated and profoundly sad about it horrible just, just really horrible really what was the best news you heard this week? We emceed the prayer breakfast. It was such a great morning. That's, that was our, that was the highlight of the week for us. Really loved it. Just loved it so much. Wonderful to be in a room with, I found out it was 800 people. Yeah. I thought it was 700. 800 people. Um, just a lot of authenticity and honest hearts in the room. And I, I just, I thought it was a really terrific experience. Pittsburgh's good. Yeah. That was great news that I heard. And that's John and Cappy's Week in Review. I'm Doug Mastriano. I know something about fighting for freedom. My 30 years of military service showed me how much we took our freedoms for granted. When the lockdowns came and the left trampled our rights, I was one of the few to stand up for freedom. I fought for the integrity of our elections. I fought for medical freedom, to choose what medicine we put in our bodies, and for the rights of Pennsylvanians to operate and conduct business. I fought for our elderly and our special needs children. And I fought for parents' rights to raise their kids without indoctrination in school. Now the spirit of our walk as free people movement has caught fire. I'm Doug Mastriano, and I'm running for governor because this election is about freedom. Join me to restore freedom Revive our families, rebuild our economy, and to get us back to greatness. Visit DougForGov.com. That's DougForGov.com. And let's take our state back. Paid for by friends of Doug Mastriano. 
Moms, wow, aren't they special? Doesn't that word just warm your heart and make you feel loved? Hi, it's me, Marcia, from The Spring House, and I am so blessed to get to work side-by-side with my mom every day in our family business. And right now, my mom and I are planning for a special day for you and your mom on Mother's Day. Every year on Mother's Day, we barbecue chicken quarters over the open pit outside with our secret butter sauce. Baked beans, corn pudding, coleslaw, macaroni salad, ho-ho cake, and more will bound inside to go along with that tasty, tender chicken. When I was a teenager and we first started cooking for crowds, all my mom wanted for Mother's Day was for us five kids to help get ready to make this a special day for our guests. So bring your family and come hungry to enjoy the wonderful farm-fresh meal that we started all those years ago. Oh yeah, live music and free cones for moms too. Let us share a little of our farm with you. The Spring House in 84 PA, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. Year after year, it's the same routine. Drop off the taxes, pick up the taxes, leave a check. Maybe it's time to work with a business CPA who is less transactional and more relational. For Mike Radich and the team at MGR CPA and Consultants, it's about more than crunching the numbers. It's about getting the advice you need for complex tax issues and business solutions. It's just a better return. MGR CPA and Consultants. Honesty, integrity, always. At MGRCPA.com. What makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination? Because they offer free battery testing and charging and reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99. And they've always got your battery solution. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, offering generous financial aid, prepares students for ministry with Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, Doctor of Ministry, and certificate programs designed for students called as leaders of the church and our neighborhoods. Apply now for fall. Visit pts.edu. Any weekend plans? Uh, Weekend plans, yes. Going up to see my daughter, our daughter. Uh, uh, it's a family day at her college campus, so we're going to go say hang hi out. and hang out and nice. do parental things. Excellent. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know those parental things. Check in with the kids. Um, I, John, would like to challenge you with a couple celebrity birthdays. Okay, fine. Yeah. May I do that? Yeah. Um, it is a um, a birthday today of two people that I like very much. Okay. Um, or One I like very much and one I find very interesting. Okay. Okay, the first being Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, love Jerry Seinfeld. So Jerry's birthday is today. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Jerry. Happy birthday, Jerry. I absolutely am crazy master. about- Master. He's, he's a just, master he, of his and game. He's, and he's a sage. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. I abs- Comedians in Cars, one of my favorite cable shows ever. Yep, mine too. 100%. Too bad there aren't more episodes of it. Oh. It will never come it back. It broke my heart when I found out that it wasn't yeah, coming back. he said it's done. Okay, so Jerry Seinfeld's mm-hmm. birthday. Oh boy, uh, that's kind of a rough one. Um, he seems younger than he than he is, mm-hmm. I think, but he's been around a long time. Uh, Seinfeld was popular in the in the nineties. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, and Jerry was, you know, first of all, weird looking. Yeah, uh, but nineties, ninety two. Talk about somebody who has improved appearance wise over the years. He looks terrific now. When you go back and look at Seinfeld. So Seinfeld's 30 years ago. Wow. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld is 67 years old. Wow. 68. Hey. Very nice nice. guess. Very nice guess. Um, Were you a Seinfeld fan? Oh, very much so. Okay. See, I wasn't. Weren't you? I wasn't a big Seinfeld fan. That was like a Thursday, you know. 
Don't miss this. Right. This, I mean, I loved, I loved Mad it. About You, which was on first. Yep. And then I loved Friends, which mm-hmm. was on second. Yeah. I didn't love Seinfeld. I mean, I, I watched loved, it. I didn't like Friends. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Um, okay. Happy birthday, Jerry. Happy birthday. Willie Nelson, <laughs> who I find extremely interesting. Me too. Uh, first of all. It's shocking that Willie Nelson is still alive. Right. Based on considering. Right, based on his consumption. Uh I mean Willie Nelson. You know, I, I went through a Willie Nelson phase. Most Did you? Pe- a lot of people do, yeah. Which I you He's, have to love him. Listen, uh, he is a fascinating person yeah, yeah. and his he is his own dude. Yeah. That's the I whether it's the music you're listening to or the voice that you like to hear or you're listening to him talk or he and everybody's you know like you know who works with him seems to seems to love yeah. him, right um i have a willie nelson um uh it was an album that's all stardust oh. you know the album uh i have heard him sing oh, stardust man that's a great album yeah. he does like standards yeah um willie nelson's old he is so old <laughs> He is super old. He really, really is. I mean, yeah. he's super old. Yeah. How old? How old? Super old. Uh, I'm gonna. He's ninety. He's eighty nine. Shoot. Wow. I'm not surprised. Man, I am impressed with you, John. Willie, that is I mean, very, 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 very good. Very, nice, good. very, very good. Well, happy birthday to Willie yes. Nelson. I wonder, you know, wonder what his cognitive uh, health is. Well, I just heard him do a commercial. Did you? A couple days ago. I don't know how old that was, but it was a very funny commercial. Huh. Yeah. I wish I could recount it I for mean, you, but I can't remember the particulars. I mean, I wonder if the stereotype is true, right? What, the fact that he's smoked weed every day All forever? his life. I mean, is that true or is that just, you know, a persona that he's built? And especially based on how he looks. I don't know. But if he's still performing to some degree or another, isn't he? I believe that he is. I have never heard him perform live, so I don't know. Well, I'd love to see him. Can you imagine going to see a Willie no. Nelson concert? What no. the heck is that? Like a ninety? Out of here! I don't know. Remember, like you know, like when you see people like really older people trying to perform. Like I think of like Sinatra. Yep. Who had those massive teleprompters? Yep, I had. I saw Sinatra did when you? he did that. I saw Sinatra twice. The first time he did not have the teleprompters, and the second time he did. I mean, at a certain point, even though you've been singing those songs, I couldn't do that. I I'm, could I'm not. horrible remembering lyrics. Me too. Yeah, I mean, I'm terrible with that. Well, we were singing uh, "Amazing Grace" yeah. this morning. Yeah. After the first verse, I'm done. Is that right? Pre- yes. You don't have anything. No. There. You know. I, when I saw Gladys Knight last Saturday, was she? She's 77. No teleprompter. Nope. Mm-mm. I mean, granted, those are your songs, and that's been your act. I don't. I don't still, it doesn't matter. I'd still screw them up. So when you saw Sinatra with the teleprompters, was it weird? It was weird at first. You know why it was weird? Hmm. Because I was. I, I didn't want to admit that he was old. Right. Now, I never knew Sinatra, so it's not like it, it was my dad. But it was so he was so much a part of my life. Mine too, because my dad and my mom exactly. played him nonstop. You know, mm-hmm. that, that was their go-to. Exactly. Put on some Frank. We yeah. heard that a million times, right? I mean, I. So it was hard for me to sit there and realize that he was old. Yeah. He's a rough character. Yeah, he's the chairman of the board. <laughs> he's a rough character. I mean, here we are talking about Willie Nelson and Frank Sinatra. I mean, (laughs) those are lives. Today is Arbor Day also, John. Oh, so plant a tree. Yep. The day uh, we're encouraged to plant and care for trees. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I know you love a tree. I do. Your yard's covered with them. So is yep. mine. Mm-hmm. We've got one in the back that's so tall, we had an arborist come out and look at it this really? week. Really? Really? Oh, yes. that's cool. Yeah. To say what? To give us, like, just, it's like the annual Tips. the annual exam. Will it fall? Mm-hmm. The annual checkup. If it falls, does it fall in your house? Oh, yeah. Crush your house. Right. Oh, that's so scary. It's very, it? very, very tall. Plus, it, you don't want to mess with and it. And he said, he said, you can't trim it. You can't make it shorter. That would that would be unhealthy for the tree. Okay. So, we'll plant a tree. Plant a tree on Arbor yeah. Day, you guys. Hey, thanks for being with us. Have a great weekend. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.